Section 20 of the Book of the Thousand Nights and a Night, Volume 11. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Amatullah Talks. The Book of the Thousand Nights and a Night, Volume 11, by Anonymous. Translated by Richard Francis Burton. Jafar bin Yahya and Abd al-Malik bin Salith, the Abbaside. It is told of Jafar bin Yahya, the Barmaside, that he sat down one day to wine, and being minded to be private, sent for his boon companions, with whom he was most familiar, and charged the chamberlain that he suffer none of the creatures of Almighty Allah to enter save a man of his cupmates by name Abd al-Malik bin Salih, who was behind hand with them. Then they donned brightly dyed dresses, for it was their wont, as often as they sat in the wine seance, to endure raiment of red and yellow and green silk. And they sat down to drink, and the cups went round the lutes, thrilled and shrilled. Now, there was a man of the kinsfolk of the Caliph Harun al-Rashid, by name Abd al-Malik bin Salih bin Ali bin Abdullah bin al-Abbas, who was great of gravity and sedateness, piety and propriety. And al-Rashid used instantly to require that he should accompany him in converse and carouse, and drink with him, and had offered him to such end abounding wealth, but he never would. It fortuned that this Abd al-Malik bin Salih came to the door of Jafar bin Yahya, so he might bespeak him of certain requisitions of his. And the Chamberlain, doubting not but that he was the Abd al-Malik bin Salih aforesaid, whom Jafar had permitted him admit, and that he should suffer none but him to enter, allowed him to go in to his master. Accordingly, Abd al-Malik went in, garbed in black, with his rusafia on his head. When Jafar saw him, his reason was like to depart for shame, and he understood the case, to wit, that the Chamberlain had been deceived by the likeness of the name. And Abd al-Malik also perceived how the matter stood, and perplexity was manifest to him in Jafar's face. So he put on a cheery countenance and said, No harm be upon you, bring us of these dyed clothes. Thereupon they brought him a dyed robe, and he donned it, and sat discoursing gaily with Jafar and jesting with him. Then, said he, allow us to be a partaker in your pleasures, and give us to drink of your nabis. So they bought him a silken robe, and poured him out a pint, when he said, We crave your indulgence, for we have no want of this. Accordingly, Jafar ordered a flagon of Nabi's be set before him, that he might drink whatso he pleased. Then, having anointed himself with perfumes, he chatted and jested with them till Jafar's bosom broadened 
and his constraint ceased from him and his shame and he rejoiced in this with joy exceeding and asked abdul malik what is thine errand inform me thereof for i cannot sufficiently acknowledge thy courtesy answered the other i come amend thee allah on three requirements of which i would have thee bespeak the caliph to wit firstly i have on me a debt to the amount of a thousand thousand dirhams which i would have paid secondly i desire for my son the office of wali or governor of a province whereby his rank may be raised and thirdly i would fain have thee marry him to al-alia the daughter of the commander of the faithful for that she is his cousin and he is a match for her jafar said allah accomplisheth unto thee these three occasions and as for the money it shall be carried to thy house this very hour as for the government i make thy son viceroy of egypt and as for the marriage i give him to mate such an one the daughter of our lord the prince of true believers at a dowry of such and such a son so depart in the assurance of allah almighty accordingly abdul malik went away much astonished at jafar's boldness in undertaking such engagements he fared straight for his house whither he found that the money had preceded him and in the morrow jafar presented himself before al rashid and acquainted him with what had passed and that he had appointed abdul malik's son wali of egypt and had promised him his daughter al alia to wife the caliph was pleased to approve of this and he confirmed the appointment and the marriage then he sent for the young man and he went not forth of the palace of the caliphate till al rashid wrote him the patent of investiture with the government of egypt and he let bring the kazis and the witnesses and drew up the contract of marriage end of section 20 recording by amatullah talks